0: Spurs Day. Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs rider for Kens 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, the Spurs are back in action. They're going to host the Los Angeles Lakers tonight at the uh, ATT Center. Hopefully, the Spurs have snapped this two game losing streak. We're going to be previewing tonight's game and much more, including some very, very, very early thoughts, maybe premature thoughts on the state of the squad after three games in. Who is helping me today? to dissect all this and get into it. You know him, you love him. He is Brandon Big Poppy Medina. He's the host of the Fantasy Gods. You can listen to him on uh, San Antonio Sports Star. And Brandon, welcome back to Lockdown On Spurs. Um, I'm a little upset with you, though.
1: I know. I know. And listen, it's always a blessing to be on <laughs> an incredible platform with a celebrity here in the city, Jeff ah,
0: Well, so, in that case, all, all is forgiven now. Well, let's get there we <laughs> go. There we go. No. So... Brandon. By the way, you can listen to the Fantasy Guys, like I mentioned again, on San Antonio Sports Star on their YouTube page as well. Just go to YouTube and search for it right now. Simple as that. Brandon, Brandon, you guys are worldwide. It's from the YouTube page, even uh, Facebook, right?
1: Oh man, it's been it's been awesome, man. We uh, this is the second season, if you will, of the Fantasy Guys. We've added our boy Quinn Hudson, who won Rock the Mic here in San Antonio about a year ago, um, and it's been awesome. It's me, Quinn, and Michael e. Menes, who frequently is on the show as well. Your good mm-hmm. friend um, and our boy. So. It's been great, man. Now we have two-hour shows, so we go from 11 to 1 whenever those Dallas Cowboys do not play at noon. And when they do, we just have the regular one-hour show. But it goes from fantasy football to regular sports all over the place. And, of course, we're all, all degenerate gamblers. So we talk a lot about sports betting, <laughs> um, and I'm sure me and me and Michael both can admit to uh, definitely placing some some bets on the San Antonio Spurs, even though there's a lot of bias behind that as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's a great show, by the way. Uh, I tuned in recently. Yes. That's what that's what got me going. By the way, how can people lose listening on the radio now?
1: Yeah, so on the radio, if you're listening when you're driving around San Antonio, Texas, it's 945 Fm, 12:50 a.m. And then if you're on the go or anywhere in the nation, you listen to us on sasportstar.com as well. Uh, give him a follow on Twitter at atSA.Sporttar and you can follow me on Twitter at Big Brandon M as well.
0: Do all that right now, everybody, give him a follow. so) Yeah, Brandon. Uh, I don't. I think you're aware of this. I'm born and raised in San Antonio. Um, of course. Yeah, I'm a Southsider. You're a Southsider, Southsider, just little, just like, like us. Old, yep, good old Harlandale District. That's there where you I go. grew up in. But uh, I was at the gym, Mr. Medina, <laughs> when I'm tuning in <laughs> to ah. your show. Uh, kind of, you know, getting going through the going through the motions, getting my workout on. When I hear Medina say that he's sick and tired of. Don Pedro's on Southwest military drive. For yes. those of y'all who are not from San Antonio, basically it's a staple on the South side it of is. San Antonio. It's a, a very popular Mexican restaurant, but Brandon, you, you, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, you're shutting that door. Aren't you?
1: Yeah. So listen, we got to get some context. You're already coming at me. Jeff, on the show. <laughs> I knew you would. We talked before. Uh, so for everybody listening, uh, James pledge, who's also been on the show a few times there as a sports star and then here on lockdown spurs, um, is a good friend of both Jeff Garcia and myself. He's the one to introduce me to you, Jeff. That's how mm-hmm. we got in touch. Um, but we were having a segment about our favorite places in the city to eat. So my favorite place in San Antonio was called Boyos Asados right there uh, on WWY on the east side. And we were talking, and somebody chimed in on Facebook saying that Don Pedro's was not their favorite place, but they have fond memories with their grandparents. Right. I said, hey, I understand, but it, it, it lit a fire in me to, to let the people know <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about Don Pedro's, man. Everywhere, <laughs> when you grow up on the south side, the southwest side, anywhere really, if you're in a, a Mexican family that grew up anywhere near that military area, you're always there for yep. anniversaries, for birthdays, birthdays of people you don't even know, your second and third cousins. <laughs> That's, true. That's you cannot, true. You cannot hear the table talk over the mariachis music. You, I mean, it's it's very nostalgic, but what I said is I think you miss the thought of Don Pedro's not the okay. thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's really, I mean, it's the same cuisine as you're going to get anywhere. Right. It really is good, but it's not like this world-class place. It's just a staple in the city. And there's so many other Southside staples right around it. It's a big circle right. of just incredible yeah. restaurants. And that's always yeah. the focal point for birthdays, a night out. It's one of those places that we make it sound fancier than what it really is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well for me it was just as I said you know, I'm born and raised on the south side of San Antonio and I mean that was a place you know the family would frequent. But you're right. right, like across the street is an Applebee's, then off to the uh right is Bud Jones, another, another kind of a, yep. Yeah, another staple on the south side. Then a little further down the street for the again, this is for those of you are not listening to, if not from San Antonio. Um this is well, something you Now you know, south, you visit, now, you know now yeah, this is a strip called Southwest Military Drive and the the, the more I guess uh yeah, west you go You'll hit like the Bud Jones, which serves great chicken fried steak. Then further down is Griff's burgers, which is which is yeah. the staple, I think, of the South side as far really? as really. You it see, goes. I I think, think I think they're tied. Don Pedros and Griff's.
1: Well, I think, and then you have Oscar's uh Oscars, Mexican Oscars, Oscar, too. Yeah. That's what's really popular. Yeah. You have a few taco joints there, but I think Griff's, as far as like non-traditional Mexican, just American cuisine, just right. burgers, um, it's really popular simply because back in you know, the 80s, early 90s, even into the 2000s, you could get like five burgers for $5 and just feed the entire family. I Still mean, it's, do. Yeah, it's <laughs> really, really uh, bang for your buck. Now, nobody's saying this is the best burgers in town. No, it's by not, any yeah. nor um, is it the best looking restaurant? You're probably not going to eat there, but yeah. it's a very popular restaurant just because it was affordable and people have a lot of fond memories of, you know, picking that up, eating with the family, whatever the case. Same with Don Pedro's, it's just a little bit pricier, but I mean... Whenever Jeff comes down, I want to do a test. And when you come down, man, you let me know. I'm going to take you to those medals, and I guarantee you're going to say, hmm, this is not what I remember. This is not the way I thought it was.
0: <laughs> well, well, it was funny, though, because during the um, – Brendan's uh, radio show on San Antonio Sports Star, you know, he came back at me. He started saying, like, oh, you know – starting from a guy who lives on the East Coast uh, now, yeah, now and all this that's stuff. that's
1: exactly what I said. How yeah, are yeah. you going to tell? Me? And I said, I'm sure Jeff had a steak just last night. And then you called oh. and you were like, hey, listen, I did have a New York shirt the other day. And I'm like, see, you cannot be comparing and contrasting your New York lavish lifestyle to us over here I, on the East Coast on the Southwest I, side.
0: I, I loved it when, he, when you said, when you said, uh. Jeff probably clears out the, the the subway. He's also clear out the entire cab. Yeah, he clear um, out yeah, the whole I mean, cab. He so, go by himself. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Listen,
0: that was I, hilarious.
1: You're a celebrity now. We understand. I I,
0: I nearly flipped over my my uh, my bench when I was at the yeah. gym. Said he called out, Dale "Pedro's what?" Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, and
1: you know what's so funny about that man is from Spurs fans, non-Spurs fans, followers that I have, followers that I don't have, just people listening in. I was getting tagged left and right about them because even there were some people when you tweeted that out that were like, yeah. it's overrated. You know what I mean? People were oh, yeah, people yeah. just adding fuel to the fire. It's one of those age old things where even if you don't like it, every single Latino kid in San Antonio will end up at, the, at those points <laughs> of their life.
0: You It's absolutely fact. Fact. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but uh, it was such a funny segment. And you know, right afterwards, I uh, got a hold of Brendan. I said, Brendan, you got to come on lockdown Spurs now. You have to now. You have yeah. to. And Brandon was all about it. But hey, what is going on right now with the Spurs, my man? They oh, are, uh, yeah, yeah. They're one and two. Uh, Brandon, is it safe? I don't want to say safe to say, but, you know, I mean, nobody should be shocked. They're one and two right now. No, right?
1: no. But I will say, I was there for the season opener against the Magic. Um, I went to the game with some with some friends of ours and my fiance, and it was wonderful what I did not expect though is you got to realize Jeff and I mean I'm sure you're doing more more than enough fans know this too this is the first time we've actually gone to fill the AT&T Center in over a year and a half yeah and it wasn't even close to being filled like
0: wow. it
1: was as empty as I could ever recall I mean it looked like Again, it's against the Magic, right? Nobody's Mm -hmm. expecting a sellout, but at least the first game of the season, I mean, they had shirts galore ready to give out. And when we were leaving, they still had boxes on boxes on boxes of Mm. welcome shirts because there just wasn't enough fans. I mean, it was you were getting a beer or merchandise or whatever within five minutes, which is usually not the time frame you're waiting at a Spurs game. So it was really odd. Uh, I loved it. I thought the young core looked great, and I think three games in – You're right. It's kind of what we expected, but they've had some really close games. I mean, Denver was close. Um, And I think, to me, one of the biggest takeaways is, one, I'm happy we're seeing this young core really get minutes. And two, Dougie McFresh, Dougie (laughs) Dougie (laughs) McBuckett, is the real deal, man. I mean, he is, no joke, one of the most uh, quiet players, I guess you'd say, underrated players, you'd say, uh, from a few years that – you know we really didn't know what we were going to get we knew we were going to get some shooting you know but i think right. you know as james pleasure and i were talking on our show uh, the fantasy gods we were talking about each step he takes on the floor has a purpose and it's so awesome to see that veteran presence especially when Jakob's doing his thing and he's playing great, very- and you're seeing this young core do great things so i think there's a lot of positives to look at when you look at three games one and two okay it is what it is you're not expecting this team to win a title but I'm just glad we're seeing um, some really positive signs on this young core uh, as a we group.
0: Does this sound familiar to you? You get one device that lets you uh, catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows while you watch sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Yeah, we all been there. Well, I want to talk to you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch now your favorite sports, movies, and all the shows in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever, ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yeah, you know, up and down the roster, at least the guys that have gotten some run already, you know, just positive stuff. You know, Jakob looks like he's being a lot more aggressive on the offensive end, which is great. Uh, you got me mentioned McDermott. Yep. Phenomenal pickup for the Spurs. And what I like about him, he fits in in any unit. Starting unit, fine. Reserve unit, fine. You know, staying on there on the court as the reserves come in, that's great. You know, he fits in so well. But one thing that I don't think is getting enough, um, you know, I guess looked at is how Popovich is after games. You know, when when the Spurs come up just short, he's not upset. Uh, He hasn't gone to the S-word yet, soft. As a matter of fact, he's praising them, saying, you know, how they're playing with that competitive edge, that they're out there to win, that they didn't lay down. I mean, they they took the champs to, what, about three, three and a half quarters before it started getting a little out of control. Same thing with the Nuggets. I mean, Popovich just seems to be enjoying this process right now, Brendan.
1: Yeah, and I think not only that, when you're talking about the champs in the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean you're looking at yeah. Anta and Chris Middleton making yeah. very timely turnovers that are forced by this young course, this young team, this young group. Um, this is this is a very defensively well rounded squad mm-hmm. that can actually score, can actually get out. I mean, you're seeing a very run and gun offense, if you will, that we're not we're not used to as San Antonio fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean. I know you shared something just a few weeks ago. That's uh, I don't don't know which media center released it, but I know the Spurs were voted as like one of the least watchable teams in the
0: NBA. I remember that. Yeah. And
1: as a Spurs fan, you see that and you take it to, you take it to heart, right? You start thinking like, you know, who are these people to tell us about our Spurs, this and that. And then you watch it and it's a different story, brother. You know what I'm saying? You're watching this team Mm -hmm. and this is a very fun team to watch. I mean, whether it's, in the two losses or in that one win, like this definitely is a revamp team. It's a new form of basketball with still the same principled elements uh, through Greg Popovich. But, I mean, this is a team that a lot of people are going to be learning some names they didn't know before. And this Mm -hmm. is a team that a lot of people need to be watching for the future because DeJounte is really coming into his own as a player, as far as defensively and, you know, making moves as a point guard. And then you see Lonnie Walker finally giving us some, some shines and getting some glimpses Mm -hmm. of hope my thing is and obviously this is your show but i love to ask you while i'm here jeff where do you think they're falling short of? what is it that they could be doing better because <laughs> well? i have mine
0: yo that's yeah I, I i i do this much um it was sure nice to have a guy like a like a tomorrow rose in those fourth quarters huh right it would be right i mean or or just kind of a go-to guy i think that's what we don't see right now is we don't see a go-to guy yet it, you know could it be mcdermott sure i mean if if, if brandon Medea comes on this show and says jeff our go-to guy is Caden. i would be okay, that's good. And then yeah. uh, Michael Jimenez comes on the next day and says, "My go-to guy is uh, Derek White." I'll be fine. I mean, I mean, you could just pick a player. I mean, that that's what's so unique about this, but Brandon, I think in my you know, from what I'm seeing at least through three games is that they just don't have the at least at this point, Brandon. Right. Whatever it is to get over that hump. And whether it be a closer, whether it be a veteran in the game that's been there, done that, and can guide this team. Uh, but I think that will come along, Brendan. I, I think it's just something to keep an eye on, not necessarily to be worried about.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I think kelden's played great. Um, he's played exactly what we need. I mean, you can tell it's a different level of IQ basketball, Kelden. Um, and yeah. that can be from, you know, his Olympic experience, whatever the case, but he definitely looks like a more polished, well-rounded player. Um, and I, for me, what I like to see is we're seeing all of these young guys get minutes, right? And we're seeing all these mm-hmm. young guys start to, like, you know, have their games. What we we're seeing differently from last season, and I know you and I would agree on this, is we're seeing four or five people in double digits, not two or three. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're starting to see yeah. the ball move around a lot more where there's, there's room for growth for all of these guys. And that's what I love to see. You know what I mean? You're not going to get... You're not going to get better unless you're put out there in the water and forced to swim. And that's what I want to mm-hmm. see from Lonnie. Devin Vassell looks for real. He looks great. Yes, sir. My thing is, where's Trey Jones? You know what I mean? For me, yeah. I again, no disrespect. I'm known for throwing these hot takes with you and me and you You? Laughing. No,
0: you don't say all, I'm,
1: all I'm saying is nobody... And this sounds so rude, and I just want to say it. I don't want to play games with it or be sweet. Nobody asked for Bryn Forbes, right? Bryn Forbes came and he's a well deserved champion. We love him. He's a great Spur player. He's a great, you know, he was a great Milwaukee Buck, won a championship. That's awesome. But you're, you're eating into minutes of guys who truly deserve them. And for me to see Bryn Forbes get 14 minutes and score three points and see Trey Jones get four minutes and score three points, what's the difference? Let's give Trey Jones the minutes. Let Bryn be the, the leader and role player. like, And so that's where I want to see. I I completely think every time I watch the Spurs play the past three games, all I keep telling myself is when Bryn is in, that should be Trey Jones. There's no need to have him in there uh, when he can just be a veteran presence, come in, because he's taking shots that just, to me, don't need to be taken. And Trey Jones has proven, at least on a, on a smaller scale of a stage, the dude's a bucket getter, and we don't even know what he could be because we're not right. giving him the chance.
0: Well, well, we have we have a glimpse. We have some sort of sample size during his play last year in the G League bubble. You know when we saw him ball out, even right. in the summer league. Uh, Brennan balled out again. So the potential's there. The foundation is there if given the minutes on the NBA stage. He just haven't. But look, let's just let's, let's just call it what it is. It's Pop is there and Bryn is back, and right, right. And, you know, right. you know, Pop is going to lean towards Bryn over jones and jones could just be right now right now a victim of minutes a victim of the rotation mm-hmm. he was hurt in the preseason you know didn't get that much burn um but what, that is definitely something to see as the season goes on you know with the spurs still you, you know i would think that they're well they are in rebuild mode this is the rebuild there's right. with the young guys who knows maybe they can use him to flip some for a player, you know, that's something to keep an eye on.
1: Yeah, but it definitely you, is. yeah,
0: yeah. You you just got to keep an eye there. But I'm glad you brought up bren because he went scoreless for about ten NBA quarters, ten NBA quarters before he found he knocked down his first outside shot. It's just three games in brennan but is that concerning for you? <laughs> It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline, your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website, BetOnline.ag. Or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetAlign is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetAlign, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliable for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. 100%
1: 100% and and obviously listen we're in sports we're in sports communication sports radio you have to sometimes be a little dramatic and right now all we have is what we have in front of us and that's three games I can't make an assumption that Bryn's gonna be the sixth player of the year because I haven't seen it. I can just tell or, you. Or I mean. you
0: might as well give Primo the rookie of the year because he's, yeah. um, he's 100% shooting from the field right now. Exactly. I mean, too early, yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying.
1: It's so early, but to overreact on what we've seen because that's that's what we get paid to do, yeah. um, I don't think Brent Forbes – is as vital to this team as maybe Greg Popovich does. Now, do I get paid to be the coach of the San Antonio Spurs? No, I don't. So that's, it's nothing for me to decide. I'm just saying as a fan, there is such a thing as an eyeball test. And there is such a thing as this is not the squad you were playing with when you were here. You know what I'm saying? This is a completely different team. I don't even know if any of these guys, aside from a few, really, you know, looked at you as a leader that you are maybe now. So for me, Trey Jones is a huge asset. And he's one of those guys that if you were to let Trey Jones walk or to trade Trey Jones somewhere else and somebody gave him that opportunity, you mm-hmm. would see a very, very polished player, I believe, after a few games yeah. if you let him. The same that now that Lonnie Walker's getting his minutes, there you go, right. 13 a game, 14 a game. Mm-hmm. Now that he's getting those minutes that he wasn't getting before, you start letting these guys get going. They're gonna, they're gonna mesh a lot well, a lot better together. And for me, Brent Forbes, he was the only signing when, when I came on the show, you know, mm-hmm. a few months back when we talked about the pre agent signings. He was the one that you and I were kind of scratching our heads. It didn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. Why add another guard to an already guard heavy squad? Um, and to me, it still doesn't make sense. Like none of, right. Nothing about having Brent Forbes on the floor gives me more confidence in the outcome of the game, if that makes sense.
0: He is Brandon Medina. Make sure to follow. Well, actually, no. Listen into his show right every day, every weekend, every day. Just listen to SA Sports Star each and every day. Brandon, uh, you feeling sometimes uh, throughout? Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. You're peppered in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the host of the Fantasy Gods. Follow him on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon M. Do it right now. Uh, I'm glad you brought up. um, you know Forbes, because I definitely had him on my list of things to talk to you about. It was you know the the the, the cold shooting, uh, shooting from him. Yeah. But then you look at the um, the opposite uh, end of the spectrum, and that is a guy like Kelvin Johnson. Now yep. Kelvin Johnson is playing great. He's averaging through three games a little over twenty points per game. Phenomenal. which is good. I'm not knocking that. But if you look at the shot selection, still he's still heavy paint, heavy drive, heavy attack. Yeah. You know, with a sprinkling of outside shots. That is a little I'm watching that, Brendan, because I think that is his next step. He needs to start hitting down the MIDI or at least a three-point shot.
1: Yeah. No, you're right. And I think for for him specifically, that's his comfort zone. And it takes a little bit a little while for people to kind of you know leave that comfort zone for right. those. And Keldon is so young, so already polished as a as a player where when you start averaging over 20 in the NBA, you're going to start getting looks. You're going to start getting recognition on, right. you know, a main a mainframe of, of, of different mm-hmm. websites, different articles, different fan bases, because he is the go-to guy as far as right now for the San Antonio Spurs. I think you're right. He needs to start branching out. And he can shoot the three. We've seen it a few times, mm-hmm. just, just not with consistency. But maybe to him, maybe to Greg Popovich, maybe to the team, it's not really as vital when you have Derek White, Lonnie Walker, you know, these guys who who can't shoot, even Brent Forbes, even though he's and we were talking about him, Mm -hmm. known for being a three-point shooter, Doug McDermott, you know, maybe when you have those guys, he doesn't feel that pressure to. um, But if you want to start winning against these big teams like the Milwaukee Bucks and and other squads across the league, I mean, listen, the the league as it stands now is they live and die by the three-point line for the most part. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the San Antonio Spurs are slowly progressing to that. We just haven't seen him come full circle, but I do agree. I think that's the next thing in his game. But as mm-hmm. far as 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 a player, he is now. I mean, you're basically seeing a you LaMarcus know, Aldridge type just growing into his own. Yeah. Uh, so I love what we're seeing from Keldon. But you're right. If he has that three point, you know, tendency where it's consistent, and we can see that shot going up a few times during the games, and you know, getting those points in, uh, I think this team. Can surpass whatever we thought they could do in this year, and even moving forward. I mean, that opens up the floor completely for so many more opportunities for these other guys. And with Jakob rebounding the way he's rebounding, might as well. Yes, yes,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, look, Popovich, you know, said it recently that uh, that he's not knocking of He's been great, but that that the coaching staff they want to see him. And some people agree with this. Get a little bit more finesse to his game. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's an interesting word, finesse. 'Cause he's just he's a bulldog out there.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean I agree. I think, you know, there there's a there's a certain aspect of finesse to all great forwards in the league. You know what I mean? You look at Anthony Davis, he's not the most powerful dude, but he's gonna finesse the way he, even if you look at uh, you know, one of the greatest of all time, our very young Tim Duncan. Was he ever mm-hmm. looked like this powerhouse? It was just it was straight fundamental, straight finesse. You know what I mean? Right. So I agree there's a certain level to finesse that he can he can grow upon, and that comes with coaching. That comes with game, you know, repetition. Um, but where he is now is so far ahead of where he was just a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. and you can see it in his game. Kelton wasn't putting up the twenties consistent the way he is now. There's a certain confidence, a certain swagger um, mm-hmm. that I feel like he possesses now after being in with that Olympic team. And uh, not only that, what you got to realize too, man, is is when he's going up against different teams across the league and he's playing with these incredible all-stars. These are guys that he was just calling teammates that he kind of knows their game as well as they know, they know, his, that's going to be interesting to see as the season progresses too, because he's learning on the job and he had to learn in the Olympics as well. And I think that all is going to add to just an incredible, um, you know, glimpse into the future of what he can be. And I think this season is going to be a big season for him to progress and, and show us what he can be. I'm expecting a few, 30-point games maybe, you know, some, some big outings for him, uh, as well as seeing these other guys move across the career as well because that, that Olympic experience is something that not many get, especially this young, and for him to see that and be able to play with some of the best forwards and guards in the league, I think it's really going to add to the potential of a Keldon Johnson, especially for San Antonio where we really need it.
0: You know, you're looking at um, uh, the game so far through three games, and one thing that is still apparent, is that is defending the three-point yep. line, yeah, that that that's still a, uh, right now through three games. Opponents are shooting thirty five percent on San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you look at the number breakdown. The Spurs are shooting thirty one percent. So, through three games. So, you know that's usually kind of a difference maker right there. You know they're in games. We're seeing that, Brandon. You highlighted that very well. They're 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 playing tough. You know you look at some of the more of the numbers. You know the Spurs are you know, just short on three rebounds. They're getting out rebounded by their opponents, 43 to 40. Uh, you look at uh, just shoot field goal percentage. They're actually out shooting 48 to uh, actually, I'm sorry. They're tied, excuse me, 48% to 48%. The numbers show they're in games. It's just those little things they got to work on, Brendan.
1: Yeah, they really do. And I think when you start defending the three-point line a little bit better, you start really putting pressure um, Just kind of, I mean, we saw it with Milwaukee, though. You know what I mean? When mm-hmm. they had turnovers galore. I mean, I'm looking at the stats right now. And I mean, Chris Middleton had six turnovers. Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. had five. Holiday uh, had five. I mean, you're looking at double digits already in turnovers and forcing these guys to make mistakes. The thing is, when you don't defend the three-point, and a lot of it comes in transition, man. That transition defense sometimes yeah. is a killer in the NBA, especially with his running gun type. And there are young guys – They're quick. They make their moves quick. They get on the floor and back quick. But when it comes to transition three-point shooting, I mean, it was a killer against Orlando. You saw here and there against Milwaukee. I mean, it's constantly why in some of these first quarters, the Spurs get down very early in the first half because their transition defense just is not on par with a lot of these championship caliber teams. And that's one of those things where, like most, you only get better with repetition. So, I mean, they have to get put into those situations uh, to get better. But as a whole, they are who we thought they were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're exactly what right. we expected. Even better, mm-hmm. I, I'd say, from my Yeah, opinion.
0: yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think they're, they're better, even though they were one and two early, but they are better. At least the eye test. They're, like, there's something there. They're like something, just a little push. Yeah, and right now it could simply just be experience. This is not a
1: team that's going to finish last in the West. It's basically the worst. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm not expecting to be the worst team in the league or even the least watchable team in the league the way people are voting them. That's still that still really gets to me. So <laughs> for me, they've they've passed the eye test, they've passed the fantasy, they've passed the actual in game test when you're going head to head with Denver late, head to head with Milwaukee late. I mean, yeah. sure you're one and two, but guess who's also one and two? This upcoming matchup with the Lakers who have dropped. Yeah, three. so. I mean, are you are you really as bad as we're portraying you to be? Or maybe you just have a rough schedule so far and, you know, you're playing late. Yeah. And, you're, and, again, you're playing with championship caliber teams with guys who are about my age or younger. This is not – there's no veteran presence besides Brent Forbes and Doug McDermott. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and even then, both of those guys are not even in their 30s yet. So we're not even mm-hmm. talking about a, a true veteran and you're still competing at a, at a top level to me that says a ton about this young core.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, they they're definitely in a murderer's row right now of uh, the top NBA teams right now. They 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 took Denver uh you know to the wire, uh held somewhat close with the Bucs, still put put out a valiant effort and they got the Lakers up uh, later on tonight. Now before we uh, look at tonight's game, any any final uh thoughts on these uh, Spurs after 3 games?
1: No, but you know, looking at it, I think the next three are gonna be really, really rough. I mean, you got tonight against the Lakers, you have the Mavericks, and then you have the Bucks again. Eesh. Um in so
0: Milwaukee this time. Yeah, man.
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. But after that, uh I think you can start getting kind of back to schedule programming, if you will, because you have <laughs> Pacers, Mavericks, Magic, Thunder, Kings. I mean, yeah, that that's a lot that seems a lot more doable than you know, Lakers, maps, Bucks back to back to back. Uh, yeah, with two of those not at home. You just have the Lakers. So that's going to be an interesting one, but I think, yeah, I, I'm excited for this team. I'm excited to see where this team can go. I just really want to make that make that point that this is a very watchable team to me and to everybody I've gone to talk to, and I think they're a lot better than what we're giving them credit to, which is just for San Antonio people, whether you're in San Antonio, or listening outside of San Antonio, this is not the time to stop watching Spurs basketball. If ever, Thank this is you. the time to jump yeah. right back into it. Um, I I see a lot of people my age or in their thirties or, you know, that grew up during this incredible era Mm of sports basketball that kind of given up. And this is just not that time. You're you're, you're able to see um, superstars being created. And that's a really cool moment for the organization. So although we're in this rebuilding phase, I think it's even more fun to be a part of this rebuild um, Mm -hmm. as it is when they're already, you know, cemented as a squad. So all I'm saying is, Spurs fans, keep me in Spurs fans. Don't let that fandom go just because, you know, we're still moving with the with the punches.
0: And another cool moment to do is to go visit uh, Don Pedro's again, Brandon. Oh, my it's God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Listen, you go to do that before Spurs get <laughs> have, have fun listening to the game in the toilet. <laughs>
0: He is Brandon Medina. He uh, is the host of the Fantasy Gods. Follow him on Twitter, at Brandon M. Make sure to listen to him on San Antonio Sports Star, 1250 AM, 94.5 FM. So let's talk about tonight's matchup. Spurs-Lakers, right. identical records, 1 and 2. And uh, the Lakers, they they sure love drama, don't oh they? God, See, don't I mean, they. we got like, Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard fighting in game on the bench in front of the fans. Come on. Uh, you know why? Why is it this a game where I would not be surprised if the Spurs get the W? It just feels that way because the the Lakers are still trying to figure things out.
1: So what did I what did I tell you at the beginning, Jeff? You know me, brother. I am a betting man for sure, and uh, I look at this game as one of those one of those games where listen, if your head's not right, in the NBA is a squad, and clearly there's something brewing in LA for no better yes. or for worse. You can see it. Uh, the Spurs can take advantage of this and, and get a really, really much needed big win at home. Uh, especially after the two losses and especially, you know, the two games following uh, away from home. I think this is going to be a great one. And, you know, out of everybody, man, when the Lakers come to San Antonio, it gets rocking. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of people coming from Don Pedro's then. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, the Lakers in town is going to really make a huge impact as far as the atmosphere um, for the Spurs. And so this could be one they could sneak away with. I would not be the least bit surprised.
0: Uh the, the uh, Lakers uh, are definitely, you know, trying to sort things out. Uh, that's the best way to put it for those of y'all who yeah. missed that uh, that 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 internal fight they had. Uh go check it out on YouTube. But in the last ten overall regular season matches, Spurs Lakers, the Lakers are, I found this surprising, six and four against the Spurs. So the Spurs, wow. you know, you know, granted it was a different makeup. You know, Damar and LMA right, right, right. you know, yeah. were on the crew, but you know, the numbers show they, they tend to be very competitive games. It is the Lakers, after all, the rivalry. Um, who do you want to see from San Antonio really step up in this game?
1: So for this game, I think for me, uh, that's easy. I think I want to see Yaka Perl battle it out with the bigs. Um, you know, you you look at the the bigs he's been going against outside of, of Denver. I mean, you really haven't had to go against anybody, you know, crazy or extravagant. And that That's on a different tier level as like a superstar. Um, now you get Anthony Davis. You're going to go, you know, head to head with Dwight Howard. Some really tough guys. Even though uh, Dwight's a veteran, and you know, he's not the same guy he once was. Still a really big body presence in the paint. Um, and I want to see can you continue that rebounding? Can you continue, you know, moving the pace? Because he is just a machine lately on the boards, mm-hmm. and at least at least creating some sort of distraction when people go up at the rim. So I like it. That's really my key to the game, but also. Uh, another one that I really want to see that really surprised me over uh, in Milwaukee is can you guys keep up that defensive effort? You know what I mean? Can we, can we really, really be a defensive team? that all starts of course with DeJounte who almost had a triple double uh, against Milwaukee, but right. can you keep up that defensive effort across the board as far as, you know, creating turnovers with these big name players and really, you know, kind of shutting down that thing, obviously transition defense. We just talked about, going to be huge with the Lakers. These guys move. They fly. Um, and, I mean, you're just – at some point, you really can't stop it. You know what I mean? At some point, it's, it's going to happen because they're just such a, a, a run-and-gun team, especially with the players that they have nowadays. Uh, but I think this, this, this completely, to me, is going to be can you keep up a defensive effort and can you keep up with the boards with Jakob and Eubanks, who's been playing great as well. Um, with a lot of these these really tall forwards and big centers in the paint.
0: For me, it's defending that three-point line. The Lakers are shooting 43% right now through three games. Yeah. So uh, they're lining it up from deep, and the Spurs, at least through three games, have shown that they're giving up a lot of three. So I'm looking at the perimeter defense as a big key to San Antonio tonight up against the Lakers. You look at this Lakers team, and they're older. They're a lot older, you know, LeBron and, and AD and Dwight and Melo. Is this a chance right now, Brandon, where the Spurs I can get that youth, youthfulness, you know, uh, as an edge?
1: I think it could be. I think it really could be. Um, I mean, this is one of those games where, like you said, you have some some veteran players. Uh, you have not only Carmelo, you have, you have Jordan, you have Brad Howard. You have these guys who have been in the league for years. And maybe they can't keep up with the quickness of the Spurs. And the one thing that does help our case, I guess, if you will, is this is where it does help to have a very guard to small forward heavy team simply because those guys are gonna be running and gunning a lot quicker, moving down the floor a lot faster. Um, but that all comes to play with can Lonnie Walker keep up his consistency? Can yep. Doug McDermott, you know, keep up his consistency with shooting the three and making place for others? You know, can DeJounte move the floor and space the floor like you normally does. Because even then, Lonnie Walker's been looking good, but he makes some questionable decisions as well. Um, and the one thing that just constantly kills me, man, every time I'm on the show, I feel like I'm rude to this dude. I feel like I'm going to get hit on the street for saying it. But to me, I'm glad to see Derek White being consistent, but I still don't trust <laughs> it. And that's the one thing. If you don't have consistency on a team like the Spurs, you're going to fall behind early, you're going to fall behind late, and it's just not going to be a fun season. Whereas what we've seen in the past three games is just a battle, all four
0: quarters. Right. And that's what yeah. we mean, man. Yeah, absolutely, you're absolutely right. And look, the Spurs, at least offensively, I think they're going to have to get clicking on that. And the yep. Lakers right now have, I think, what, like four players averaging in double figures. they got LeBron, you know, shot yeah. there. Yeah, 26 it's- points per game. Uh, Davis, about 25.7. Anthony, uh, come on, Anthony, third leading score for the Lakers, 17.7. And then Westbrook with 12 points per game. Uh, so, it, you know, I, I, again, you know, this feels like we're going to repeat this from game one of the season to 82. Yep. Just get better each and every game. And, I, I, but, but man, God, if it's a close game, you can see this happen uh, with this young Spurs. The talent may overwhelm them. Yeah,
1: no, it, it it really might, but also looking at the Lakers, man, let's not play like the Lakers are the best defensive team in the league either. Um, it's true, I mean they're they're allowing some really high scoring. I mean the Golden State Warriors that first game had like seven players in double digits. Um, the Suns had like three players in over the twenties, and then John Morant went off for forty against them. I mean they they definitely allow points and buckets to be scored. Another one that's going to be really interesting to watch is. This is Keldon Johnson's first time. Are they really going up against a full stacked, you know, yep. squad like this? Um, I want to see what he does, man. I want to see can Keldon Johnson keep up with that that pace you you mentioned? Him. Can he get the shot on the outside or even working inside? You know, what does that look like against Anthony Davis and DeAndre Jordan and LeBron constantly back to back to back to back guarding you? Um, that's going to be weighing a lot on his body as a young dude. And can he keep up with that that veteran presence in the NBA nowadays?
0: You know what? This is where youth could be served because the Spurs early on are showing that their pace it has skyrocketed from last season till now. So if I see a bunch of old heads out there, if I'm San Antonio, I'm, let's go. Let's get that rebound and go, 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 go. go. Let's keep it going. I, I think pace is another key uh, for San Antonio tonight versus the Lakers. Uh, Brandon, how do you see tonight's game going down?
1: Listen, I think the Lakers and the Spurs are going to be uh, scoring a ton. I think the Vegas South have the Lakers actually favored by seven, which to me is a lot. Uh, so wow. one, of the, one of those bets where it sounds like a sucker's bet, but you might be wanting to take it. Uh, so I'm just saying the past few games have been really, really close. They beat uh, the, War- or the loss to the Warriors by seven. Um, they lost to the Suns by about ten, and the Grizzlies won by three. So very close games. I would be taking the Spurs to cover that seven points. And if you really want to get a little crazy, I think if there's any game to take the plus money, I would take the plus money on the Spurs today, especially because of that that young, vibrant you know, pace of play. Uh, but obviously, don't be surprised if they drop it to the Lakers. But we're just hoping for a good game overall. But I think it's going to be very close uh, at the end of it
0: look at Brandon bringing that fantasy god knowledge here on Locked On Spurs. I heard that Brandon. Good job. I'm just,
1: I'm just saying, bro. Listen, if you want to win some money, go win some money. That's all. This this might be the game for you to go. And I'm not saying bet the mortgage. <laughs> bet bet that uh, that New York Strip money. Maybe that Jeff. Oh uh,
0: yeah, you went there, right? Well, I'm. Uh, well, you know, with some Don Pedro's money he could be coming out go. of my pocket yeah. soon. Very very soon. By the way, um, Pledger, our good friend, uh, texted me. He's like, he's down to go to Don Pedro with me soon. Yo, so, you, let, you let. Are me, you down?
1: You let me know when you're in the city and we're going to do a full south side, southwest side scramble. I'm going to take a day and we'll just go to like seven different restaurants and, and record it for social God. media so everybody knows
0: where we went. I'm going to be looking at Jabba the Hutt after that trip. Man. Oh yeah, for gonna sure. A, yeah. yeah, it's going to be very, very, very... Uh, belt busting uh trip with Brandon Medina very soon in San Antonio. He is Brandon Medina. Follow him on Twitter at BigPoppy Brandon M. He is the host of the Fantasy Gods. You listen to him on San Antonio Sports Star and that's on that's on I'm sorry 1250 AM and ninety four point five FM. I'm almost at the ESPN San Antonio. I'm still trying to get that I out. Of me, it. We're, like still, we're still
1: working. With kids yeah, always listen to the show. That's eleven to one. We talk more than just fantasy football. It's basically two shows in one. We do the fantasy guys from eleven to twelve, and then the Sunday Sports Grill. Esque uh, type from twelve to one talking all sports and that's where we got our good Don Pedros talk and now here we are talking Spurs man and it's been uh, it's always wonderful to be on the show with you always great to catch up with you man and talk about our uh, our mighty San Antonio Spurs
0: and one more time follow him on Twitter at Big Poppy Brandon M especially to all my fellow San Antonio Southsiders just yes. Saying. yes just say let let them know what you think about Don Pedro yes the staple of Southwest Military Drive Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> You're going
1: to give me exile. You
0: know, well, you know what? You know what it's been, maybe it might reverse. They might say, you know what, Brandon? You're absolutely right. Overrated. Overrated. Yes. <laughs> so, for Brandon Medina, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lock on Spurs.